Greetings and welcome back. I am here again with Dr. Trudy Simmons and we had had such a joyous time in our last broadcast that we wanted to make sure that we got a part two out there because there's just so much that the Lord wants us to release to him and so many things he wants us to embrace in this upcoming year. So Trudy, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great oh, it's be been here. so much fun because, you know, we just, we were cut from the same cloth, you know, <laughs> we're just real and transparent about what God's doing in our lives. And I, our goal today, y'all, is for you to stop and think what, you know, in the last broadcast, Trudy talked about us leaving behind the negative things, negative self-talk, right. the negative mindsets, the things that we embrace. And so today we want to pick up where we left off and talk about some other things to leave behind. I know you specifically, we were talking about self-image and how we perceive ourselves. And I love that you had mentioned that it basically is just grieving the Holy Spirit. Whenever God says we are magnificent masterpieces and we say that we're less than, God doesn't make junk. He does not. And for us, you know, we've got to start viewing ourselves and seeing ourselves as he sees us. You know, I think about my 16 year old and if he comes home and starts saying, mom, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough or I'm not this or I'm not, it, it grieves my heart, right. To, to see my son hurting and struggling with his image. I mean, can you only imagine how it grieves the Holy spirit when he created us? I mean, his son died for us you know, so that we could live and to live any less than what he created us to live for. I mean, yes, I think that just totally grieves the spirit. You know, and that's the way we need to look at it. When those thought, thoughts come to our mind, we need to take them captive quickly. Right. You know, that's why we have to have that renewing of the mind because right. those thoughts are going to come at us. Mm -hmm. But we get to decide whether or not we're going to entertain them or we are going to reject them. And yeah. so leaving those negative things behind, negative self-talk, negative mindsets of, you know, staying in that stinking thinking whole, you know, nothing's going to change. I'm stuck here. What is one of the things Trudy you do when you find that you are starting to entertain the lies of the enemy when he comes against your identity? Right. You know, one thing you said is we get to choose. Yes. We get to choose what we think and what we dwell on. Right. And for the longest time, I would let those negative thoughts just run with, run with it. You know, like a, what is it? The snowball effect. Okay. Well, this because it felt so normal, Maggie, for me to think negatively about myself. And so to think positively about myself was just a foreign concept for me. And so slowly I had to just, you know, I, I tell my clients this now, you have to actually take it, do a physical take and say, okay, take that thought and cast it back out. And then let me put something that's truth in. Even if mm -hmm. I found one thing that is truth, oh, I have a nice smile. People used to say I had a nice smile. So start saying one positive thing, you know, about yourself. And I know people are like, I don't want, I don't want to do positive affirmation, but we need to, I mean, these are the things the Lord says about us, you know, we're fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. So I think it's just, we have to be intentional about yes. what we're thinking about and we have to renew our minds, take our thoughts captive moment by moment. And if we can only find one positive thing that we see about ourselves today, then we speak that one positive thing. 
And yes, then we find something else. And then the next day we find something else. And my, my, my son and um, my family, my husband's son and daughter, um, I would often say, so what do you love about me? Or what do you like about me? And so for my 50th birthday, they gave me a plaque with a picture of the of, uh, on there with 50 things that they love about me, you know? And so if we could just, okay, let's get a pen and paper. What are my, what are my positive traits? Like, what am I good at? You know, I can make brownies. I can make cookies. What are the good things, right? And just start simple and small, but combat that with the, in the lies of you're never enough. You're not good enough. And, you know, those, those are not from God. And so they keep us in bondage and they keep us from becoming all that he has created us to be. And, and I also used to write, and you probably have done this too. I have little sticky notes everywhere. And I, I put those up about what God says about me. And when I don't feel like it, I'm still repeating it. And, you know, I think Joyce Myers said for 30 something years, she would read off every day who she was and who she is in Christ. And we would all benefit from making a list of who we are in Christ and reading those off every day. Oh my gosh. There's so much truth to that. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. I actually, uh, just finished out a class yesterday with a group of kids. And at the end of every class I teach, they all get one of these, um, who I am in Christ. And it, it literally is a calendar. So every day, they can say, I am a child of God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, John 1, 12, Romans 8, 16, 1 John 3, 1, 3. And it's got scripture references every day for them to embrace that. Now, this is, you're probably going, well, what class is this? It's a public speaking class. There you go. <laughs> it is leadership because yeah. we cannot be leaders and we're all leaders. Listen, y'all are leading somebody. I don't care if you're leading yeah. your two-year-old or you're leading your bulldog out for a walk. You're leading someone and you're definitely leading by example. And I think it's very important. And, uh, you know, you mentioned you were 50. By the way, you look fabulous, my dear. You, I, I would never dream in a million years that you were 50 if I didn't know that already. But we have to impart to the younger generation because they are hearing the same Mm -hmm. uh, negative mind, you know, over Mm -hmm. and over and culture has bonded with the enemy to try to steal the identity, uh, the purpose and the plan of God's children. And I think it's very, very important. That's why I started the whole Godfident movement and the conferences treaty is because I see so many young girls looking to Instagram to be affirmed, Mm -hmm. uh, looking at, you know, uh, various boys to say that they're pretty and things like that. And so, but the, once I started working with the teens, I started realizing some of the mamas mm-hmm. are struggling. Mamas are putting filters on the phone. Right. And they're yeah. trying to hide and they're trying to, you know, they're looking to be affirmed. And when you know who you are mm-hmm. and who you belong to, everything changes. It does. It does. And it, it and it makes, I want to say, I don't want to say it makes life easier, but it gives you so much more joy because, you know, you're not being that people pleaser. You're not trying to get your self-worth from, from everything else because, you know, you know who you are. You know, you think my son who's 16, he had to get off TikTok and Instagram. He's like, mom, it's, it's crazy. It's like the, the lies that they're promoting on social media is, is, is out of this world. He's like, people are identifying with being a donut. Like he's like, 
we need to start, we need to, he, and this is from a 16 year old. He's like, we've got to start telling people where the identity is coming from. And it's not coming from anything that this world has to offer, but it truly comes from the word of God and, and knowing who you are and having that love encounter with him, you know, and but everyone's going to struggle. So I don't want to, again, I don't want to think that life is perfect because everybody struggles, right? right? But if we have that foundation, we know where to go to get the truth. Amen. Amen. So one of the things that you need to let go of and, you know, because we talked about in the previous episode, the comparison trap, and we right. know that that is a joy stealer. Yes. And so uh, some of the things you may want to leave at the foot of the cross for 2022 is the possibly if you're struggling with a cell phone. Yes. If you're struggling with this. Uh, and I'll tell you, I know for me and probably for you and everybody else, because we do media, it's, part, it's almost like a, it's like a part of my arm, you know, right. type of thing. And so, but we have to set the appropriate boundaries. Mm -hmm. So as we're closing out a year and stepping into the new year, we've got to say, okay, what this year, what boundaries am I going to put in place right. so that I can grow spiritually, even grow in my soul because the Bible says that our, even as our soul prospers and also physically. Now I know you got the physical thing down girl now. So if you need help on that, you need to reach out to Trudy because yeah. I am a work in process. Oh, we all are right. We all, are. well, you said, uh, and I think, you know, talking about 2023, one thing that my son did, and again, he's 16. He's like, he came downstairs. He's like, can you put my phone? So I only can use social media for an hour. So setting those boundaries and those goals for ourselves now, you know, if we know like every Sunday, I don't know about you, but I get a screen update. How long have I been on my phone? How long have I, you know, and we've got to have boundaries. We've got to have those things set in place because the phone is a, it's a um, joy crusher and it's a time stealer. If we yes. struggle with comparison, it will, you look on your feed and half the things on there, like you said, they're doctored up and it's a joy stealer and it's a comparison trap. And so if we don't have our identity where it needs to be, then we do need to set better boundaries with social media so that it doesn't destroy our 2023. You know what I mean? Amen. I would I totally agree with that. And I think that relationship wise, um, it becomes healthier. You know, my husband, he, he I can tell. Uh, when I'm in work mode, you know, mm -hmm. like whenever I'm responding to messages and sending out and so forth, and I can see the look on his face. And sometimes I'll oh. we'll just have to take it and just set it down. Yes, yes. And just connect with him. So if you are wanting to have an amazing 2023, we want you to maybe even grab a pen and paper and jot down some of these things that we talked about. If you did not see the previous episode, and we kind of alluded to some of that in this episode about the things to leave behind, mm -hmm. leaving behind the negative mindsets, the, the behaviors, the habits, getting help for what you need to right. start off strong in your new year, but also by pacing yourself with grace and boundaries. And I think that setting boundaries with social media is so incredibly important. Right. And I love that your son is so mature for his age. I mean, there's not very many 16 year olds are saying, can you set my screen time? They're usually saying, why do I have to turn in my phone right. or all of my friends have this or why can't I have this? And so what you're doing a great job there because my goodness, that is refreshing to hear. 
Well, thank you. I was talking to a friend the other day and, and um, we were talking about freedom, Maggie. And I said, when I had Jonathan, you know, I was always told I couldn't have kids and the Lord blessed me with Jonathan, but I still had a lot of baggage. I still had a lot of, um, and I want to talk about murmuring and complaining in a minute. That's something else we need to leave behind. But yes. And I, I fought for freedom because I, I knew that if, if I could get free, then my children could be free. But if I stayed in bondage, then they would be in bondage until they could figure out the truth on their own. And so early on, I, I was like searching for freedom. I was like, I want to be set free from the familiar spirits, from the consequences, yes. you know, the, the sins of my past and, and everything. So I fought hard for freedom and instilled that into Jonathan so that he truly knew, like, even today, I'm like, okay, remember, he, he goes, I know who I am, mom. And to me, that brings so much joy. And to say, to think that the heavenly father, when we say, I know who I am in my father, in my father's eyes, would bring him so much joy. Um, but one thing you said, um, pace yourself, right? And as an athlete, um, a distance athlete, we have to learn to pace ourselves because life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Right. And we have to be able to pace ourselves and know which leg of the race we're on to know where we need to train more, where we need to rest more, you know, because so often we get, we let ourselves get overwhelmed and we, that's when we, we lose our traction, you know, we lose our momentum because we're just overwhelmed that we just want to give up. And so knowing which part of your race you're in and pacing yourself accordingly is so powerful. Oh, that's incredibly important because I know for myself, um, because of my personality type mm -hmm. and because of my passion for the Lord, and I can find myself doing a sprint instead of right. a marathon. Yes. And then, you know, what happens, you exert all of that energy, you do all of that. And then you're trying to, you know, I'm closing out the year into the year and I'm tired right. and I'm like, this will not happen next year. So what I did to help me pace myself in 2023 is I got my calendar out and I started, I've been working on my 2023 calendar since probably late October, 2022. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I want to make sure that I am doing all of the things and, you know, Trudy, I, I, I told you, but I don't think I told the viewers things that I do at the close of the year is I go back over uh, words that have been spoken over my life to see if there's anything that is going to give me a fresh revelation of something that I've missed in the past. Mm -hmm. And then I sit down and like you said, with journal out and talk to the Lord, what am I doing that I should not be doing? Right. And, and that can be unhealthy things. Like, am I still, you know, eating after six o'clock and, you know, uh, have a habit of watching, you know, TV and have to have an ice cream. Is that something I'm still doing? Right. Or it could be something like, okay, I've been working on this committee for years, or I've been working on this project, or I, is it time to resign from this? You know, I stepped down this last year from uh, leading middle schoolers. It was so hard for me right. because I, I love the Gen Z. I love to impart to them is a part of my passion and the vision of our ministry. However, uh, if we have said yes to some things, we have to say no to some things. Right. We can't, we can't do it all. That's we right. Can, we can do a lot. I heard someone say that someone asked them, how do they get so much done? And, and the person said, well, there's two of me, there's me and there's the Holy spirit. And so mm -hmm. we can, we can get, a, we can do a lot, but are we doing the right things? Yes. Right. I mean, I could go out and train for another Ironman next year. I, I could put that in my schedule, but as the Lord said no to certain things, 
and yes to other things. So we need to know when to lay things down and what to leave behind because we don't want to miss what God has for us. And if we're so busy saying yes all the time, then we're going to miss what God has for us. And sometimes, Maggie, it's scary, right? It's scary <laughs> when we say no, because we we may have fear of missing out. But if we're focused on the Lord and we're in tune with the Lord and we're asking the Lord, it says, seek and you shall find. You know, he, he, he he's not going to hide his 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 vision or goals for us. We have to ask them, ask him and he will show us, but we've got to be okay with saying no and saying, okay, this season is up for me. And whatever that season is, knowing that it's up and it's, he's got other things for us to do and not being fearful of, wait a minute, I may have 23 extra hours left in my time. How am I going to fill it up? Let the Holy Spirit fill up those hours with what he has for you. Amen. Amen. And it is so true because we hang on to things. And when we hang on to things or stay in a season longer, I mean, I, I know this is a gross analogy. I use this with clients and please forgive me. I'm asking for forgiveness in advance, but you think about your colon. Okay. If you get constipated and you just got all that crap in you. And I know it's a gross analogy, but people can relate to it because I think everybody's experienced constipation at one point. And what happens if we don't go? Okay. It becomes toxic. Right. And good stress can harm you as much as bad stress mm -hmm. because stress is stress right. and we have to pace ourselves. So as you were taking notes, please shot down to pace yourself in 2023. I've already built in mini sabbaticals. I've right. already got them there where it's going to be like, are you available on this date? Uh, no, I am shut down with the Lord and my husband. Right praying, fasting, seeking the Lord, whatever. And I've literally put those on my calendar because I never want to get so busy that I don't have time seeking him. And I've done that in the past. Right, right, right. Yes. And then so you, then you run out of energy. You, you, you're, you're going on your own strength versus the strength of the Holy Spirit. And we can only do so much in the natural, right? And right. that's what I pray for my, my son and my daughter um, is that the Lord will put the super in our natural because when we are doing things in the natural and in the flesh, it's not half as good as if we're doing things for the Lord through his spirit and his power. Yes. And you can recognize when you're doing things in the flesh because yes. there's, you'll lose your joy. Yes. You'll lose your peace. Mm -hmm. You won't have patience. You know, I found this. I actually had stepped down from meeting with clients for a while a year before last because I found that I was a little, I'll just be honest, y'all. And if you're a client, it's not you I'm talking about. But <laughs> I, I, I would get irritated. Yeah. You know, and and I'm like, that's not God. Where's my compassion? OK, my compassion meter was it was way low. And you have to do that. You have to look at your life as you're stepping into the next year, just like you would maintenance a car and pop that hood and right. check all of your fluids. You know, what's your love level like? Right. What's your compassion? Where's your joy? And just like your windshield wiper or your cool it for your car, all of those gauge where you're at. And if something is lacking, that's when we go to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I repent for doing it in my own strength because right. repentance is a huge part of our walk. Don't mm -hmm. let anybody tell you it's not. It's like probably like 80% of our walk. Okay. And then, and then ask him to refill those places that are running empty. Amen. And, Amen. and not do it on your own. So, and I'm not against self-improvement. I'm not against uh, any of that type of things. But what I am saying to you is that 
He wants to refill you. The refreshment of the Holy Spirit changes yeah. and transforms us to where we're able to impact and go further and farther in our faith. Amen. Amen. You know, one thing I do before we close, um, I want to talk a little bit about leaving behind murmuring and complaining. You know, yes. there are so many, you know, you think about the Israelites, I know, and they, you know, you complain and you remain, right? And so, yes. so often, why aren't things happening? Why aren't, you know, check your heart. Are you complaining, right? Because God, can he, can he really bless us with all he wants to bless us with when we're complaining about everything? You know, I was outside. Um, I learned a lot from my kids, but it was raining. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go. It's raining. And Albie's like, mom, rain isn't bad. It's a gift from God. So why could rain be bad? And I was thinking, she's so right, right? And so often we we look at it as, oh, this is just such a nuisance because it's raining instead of saying, wow, we need the rain. But that's a simple analogy. But what are we complaining about in life that, you know, we need to stop, but that we don't need to take that complaining mentality into 2023 because God has so many great things for us, you know? It is incredibly important. And, you know, I, the Israelites spent 40 years on, a, on a, what, an 11-day trip. I mean, I yeah. know different scholars have different timelines there. But right. basically, it's probably about an 11-day trip. And we do that. We prolong our pain yes. by staying in a place of unhealthiness, whether it is what we're speaking, what yes. we're seeing, you know, right. uh, or what we're doing and what we're around. So I'm so glad that you brought that up yeah. because another thing that I want to piggyback on is the eye gates and the ear gates because yeah. if you are saying negative things murmuring and complaining it's going back out into the atmosphere it's mm -hmm. changing the atmosphere yeah. it's, it's affecting someone else who is kind of like well that's what being a Christian's like. Who wants to be a Christian? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, so it's really misrepresenting the Lord yeah. in a sense, but also what we're ingesting and what we're taking in. And we were talking about social media and media as a whole. And I'm telling you, Trita, you and I could do tons and tons of episodes on all of these different, each thing that we mentioned, right. we could do hour long segments on because it's so important. But I think that we'd be amiss if we did not encourage them in 2023 to not only guard their heart because out of it flows all the issues of life, but to guard their eyes of what right. they're intaking. Yes. So do you see a lot of that with the pressure of uh, all that's going on in the world with culture, trying to reprogram us, if you would? Yeah. I mean, there's so much fear, wouldn't you say? There's so much oh. fear, confusion, and chaos going on in the world because of what we're allowing our eyes to see and our ears to hear. And so you've got to be mindful what you're allowing in, you know, I, turn off the news right? Turn off the news, open your Bible because God has the final say anyway, right? It says okay. he, places, he places people in position where they need to be and nothing catches God by surprise. And so the enemy wants us to be paralyzed in fear and chaos and confusion, but that's not of God. And so we have to be very mindful, I believe, in what we allow our ears and eyes and to see, because it'll eventually come out of our mouth. And then we'll be, we'll be speaking that fear into the atmosphere. We'll be speaking that doubt. We'll be speaking that confusion. And that's what our atmosphere is going to be. But if we can speak faith and we can speak God's word in the midst of craziness, God is still faithful. He is still on his throne. He still gets the final word. And mm -hmm. so we can either live in fear or live in faith. And the enemy wants us. And they're doing a really good job right now trying to get us to stay in fear. I just heard that they want us to start wearing masks again for the holiday season. And I'm like, 
okay, that ship has sailed. Like that's, that's done. We're not putting on masks anymore, but they want us to be so fearful so they can control and manipulate us. And that's just the scheme of the enemy. And we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith in the power of the Lord. And for everybody listening, God has an amazing vision for you in 2023. But as we've said, we've got to leave certain things behind. Negative self-talk. I mean, that just, it stunts our growth, right? You know, because we start believing what we say about ourselves. And then being a people pleaser, we allow other people to label us and we take on what they say and that feeds our negative self-talk. And so we've got to, we've got to go back to what I was at Philemon first. Yes. We've got to have that accurate view of who we are and whose we are and walk in that authority and that anointing in 2026. And I have this analogy of when um, when you're a runner's training, sometimes they have a parachute on their back. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but the parachute is connected to strings. And as you run, the parachute is behind you and it's meant to slow you down so that you can kind of build some strength in your running. But then you go and you cut those strings and you're just soaring, you know, and I think some of us just need to cut some strings. We've Amen. had holding us back for so long. It's, fear of man, rejection, negative talk, murmuring, complaining, you know, the things that we've named, we just need to cut those, leave those in 2022 so that we can soar in 2023. Amen. It, you know, it does make everything so much easier whenever we're able to release those things and then reboot ourselves with the whole preparation of not what looks good, but what is God saying to do in the season? Because time is short on the earth. I do want to, we only got a couple minutes left, but I want to read a scripture out of Philippians 4, 6. And it's one of my favorite scriptures. And I actually, uh, you talked a lot about fear and it is, it is, I called the news fear porn because it is yeah. just addictive and that people are ingesting it and they're just want more and more and more. And it's so negative. But in Philippians four, six, it says, do not be anxious for anything mm-hmm. or about any situation, but in every situation by prayer, yes. petition and Thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then it goes on talking about the peace of God. But I just want to talk about the importance of stepping into the new year with a strong prayer life and petitioning the heavens on behalf of, of what we're seeing in society. You know, we can either complain or we can pray. And I think praying is much more effective. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. But then Thanksgiving, practicing gratitude. For what God has done. So we only got a couple minutes left, but Trudy, I want to let it loose on you. And I just want you to give them some final words on where we're going. What would, you know, we already talked about what we're leaving behind, but what would you say to those that want to move forward in 2023? You know, I'm going to read this first and it's uh, Luke 10 verse 19. And it says, listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess. We have this authority, you guys to tread on the serpents and scorpions and the, to exercise authority over all the powers of the enemy and nothing in any way will harm you. As you go into 2023, leave fear behind, leave doubt behind and know that God has given you everything you need for life and godliness. What you have to do, you have to believe it and you have to exercise it. And when you pray, Make sure you're praying from the right chair. And that is the chair that uh, is the, you're the daughter or you're the son of the king. And you can approach that king, your father, 
you can approach him with confidence, knowing that he's going to hear you and he's given you everything that you need for life and godliness. And so leave fear, doubt, shame, guilt, rejection, oppression, depression, and behind murmuring and complaining so that you can soar and be all God has for you in 2023. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. I am so encouraged y'all listen. So those are the things that you need to leave behind. The things that you need to embrace is your, your relationship with the Lord. I'm telling you, he is wooing us and desires to spend more and more time with us. And we can't give away something we don't have. Right. And so we have got to sit at the foot of the cross. So make 2023 a year of prayer, a year of, of, of breakthrough, a year yeah. of just allowing him to work through you to touch a lost and dying world outside. But I want to encourage you to embrace your relationships yes. and make sure that you are pacing yourself for the year to come and focus on the majors and let the minors go. And that is your relationship with God, your relationship with people, and obviously taking care of yourself. And we didn't have time to go into that too much, but we'll definitely have Trudy back another time because she is amazing when it comes to all of that. So Trudy, thank you again for being here with us. Thank you for having me, Maggie. It's always fun. Oh yes. God bless you. And we will see you guys here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless. Amen.